Welcome to Legacy Women's Podcast, where we seek to encourage women in their relationship with God and one another through monthly conversations with the women of Cornerstone Church of Knoxville. Well, hello, everyone, and thanks for listening to the second podcast dedicated to hearing from some friends in the church as we continue to walk through the COVID-19 pandemic. As in part one, we'll be hearing from six different ladies who will share how they and their families have been affected by the virus, what they're doing to stay sane while they're social distancing, what the Lord is teaching them during this time, and what verses have been encouraging them. It's definitely no substitute to talking face-to-face, but I hope you'll enjoy hearing from these women as much as I have. My name is Kathleen Lewis, and I'm married to a great guy named James, and we are both um, interns for Volunteers for Christ. So this is my second year doing the internship, and it looks pretty different right now. We have basically gone all virtual, so where I'd usually be doing like several meetings with students one-on-one during the day or groups of student Bible studies and things. We just now have to do it all over Zoom calls and FaceTime. So we're looking at the screen pretty much all day. Um, But it's really great. Like We're really thankful for technology right now and just the ability to keep up with students. And I feel like we've even seen like almost increased interest in them in talking about spiritual things. Um, yeah, just a lot of encouraging conversations recently with students who are just willing, I guess, to go a little bit deeper. I'm not sure why. Maybe they're just bored. Um, but yeah, so we've ramped up our social media. We're doing tons of stuff like on Instagram and some stuff on YouTube, but, um, most of like Zoom calls is what we're up to these days. Um, I would say the thing that is keeping me most sane these days is the weather, Just going outside is amazing. We've had so many beautiful days. I'll just go for walks, like walk my dog or walk with James or walk and talk on the phone with a student. I just go outside all the time. We'll sit on our porch and eat pretty much every single meal outside and just like wave at the neighbors. So I love the outdoors. So that's keeping me sane. The Lord has really been teaching me, um, things related to fears that I've had that I didn't know about. So I think there's like a lot of um, things that I feared that I didn't realize I feared that he's bringing to the surface. Um, Just the unknown and even thinking about sickness and death and things I didn't necessarily think about very much before. Um, I think about a lot now and he's just really showing me Um, where I can find rest and I don't need to know everything but he is all knowing like he is the sovereign God who knows everything and cares about everything and I can I can just rest in him and it's very freeing to be able to just be like okay God knows and I don't and so I have no reason to um, be afraid or try to be prepared for things like I can just rest in him and the biggest thing is like my soul is secure and because of Christ so I don't I don't really care what happens you know <laughs> I have the Lord so that's been great the scripture that has been most encouraging to me recently is I think it's from Psalm 46 it says the Lord is 
my refuge and strength, the very present help in trouble, therefore we will not fear. And obviously, like, he's a refuge I can run to. He's the one that um, upholds me. But I think mostly that part about he's a very present help in trouble, it doesn't say, like, you won't have trouble. But when there's trouble, like, the Lord is right there. And he's with me. So just like I've been meditating on that verse a lot and the Lord is with me. He never leaves me or forsakes me. And that just brings me so much peace. Hey, I'm Rachel Beekler. Um, I have, we have four kids. I'm married with four kids and they're ages 20, 17, 15, and 13. Um, I work at the church part-time. I am Mike Pluniak's assistant, and uh, Vinny works at Mastercraft, and he's home right now. He's actually working from home. He's not going to the, to the office. Mastercraft is completely shut down, but he actually still has his job. He's able to work from home and do everything from home. And our kids, Tyler is at University of Tennessee. He's doing online learning. And our other three, they all go to public school here in Knox County. And starting Monday, they're going to start doing like an at-home Knox County learning. So that will be something new for me. It's kind of like homeschooling a little bit. And I've never done that. So this will be a new kind of experience for for us. (laughs) So I would say what's keeping us sane right now is really being outside a lot, just enjoying the beautiful weather. We've been as a family just outside a lot, playing um, lots of games. We're really competitive and we all like to play games outside. So we've been doing spike ball and can jam and cornhole and just playing lots of games going on walks but we've been really thankful just to be able to be outside and our kids are older so we can all like play games outside together and so that's been really great and really fun just to be able to to do that and really in a way we've actually we are go 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 and we always have things kind of going on and it's been actually kind of a blessing in a way for us because we've our life has slowed down and so we've gotten some quality time to spend with each other and with our kids probably time we wouldn't have have gotten otherwise so that's actually been really nice too to have that time with our family and stuff so I would say the Lord has been showing me um, probably two two main things. I know I was looking on social media the other day and somebody had posted, they were asking like how this virus had had ruined certain things. And, and people were posting like it's ruined our vacation and it's ruined a wedding. And, and people were just talking about all the stuff that it's ruined. And not that those things aren't important. They are like the, it has ruined a lot of things. But I just started thinking about how this virus like it can't it can't ruin you know god's goodness it can't ruin god's faithfulness it's not going to ruin god's love for us like even through all this chaos like you know god isn't surprised or he's he's still in control during all of this and and it just got me thinking like yeah there's some things that are being ruined but but those are minor things compared to god 
God is still faithful through this. That that part is not going to be ruined. Our relationship with the Lord is not going to be ruined by this virus. So just reading about, you know, what things have been ruined and just thinking about how God's faithfulness and God's love for us and God's goodness hasn't been ruined. It just started make me, it made me think about how thankful I am for things and how much we still have to be thankful for, you know, through all of this, just thinking about like even technology. And I was just thinking about like, just being thankful for all the doctors and nurses and just all the medical staff that they're all just willing to be there and be on the front line and, and just kind of put their lives, you know, out there for us. And I was just thinking like, we just have so many things to be thankful for during this time. And, you know, this won't last forever. So I had my kids and I, we just sat and wrote just real quick, just 20 things off the top of our head that we're thankful for. Even during this virus, there's just so many things that we can be thankful and grateful for, you know, during this time. So it's just kind of I've been just trying to reflect and just think about how grateful and thankful I am for for so many things and just for a great God that's sovereign over this. You know, this has not changed the fact that that he still sent his son, you know, for for us even though we don't deserve that. Like that this virus hasn't changed that and I'm just thankful, thankful that all of that is still that's something that's still certain during these uncertain times. So a uh, scripture that actually I wasn't actually going and looking for a certain scripture, but when I was talking to my kids about being thankful and we were making a list and talking about everything we were thankful for, I actually just, we've been reading some of the Psalms. We've just been picking random Psalms and, and Psalm 100 verse 5 says, For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. And it just made me think like, God is God is still good through this. His he still has steadfast love. That hasn't changed. We still have our faith and he's still faithful to us and he's still good and loving and has steadfast love. And so I would say just that verse really spoke to me and to my kids that day also. So hey, my name is Shannon Cheatham and I am a mom of two, newly mom of two. I have a five-week-old and a three-year-old. And um, I am a teacher. I teach high school students criminal justice. So it's kind of interesting to be going through this and, you know, trying to navigate the waters of working. And one of the ways in which the coronavirus issue has affected me is that I was off of maternity leave and then I came off of maternity leave to work again since we're just doing online. So it was actually a really good opportunity for me um, amid the virus stuff. When most people are out of work, I went back to work and getting full paycheck instead of like half pay for being on leave. So that has actually been a little bit of a blessing <laughs> for us. So through all of the um, the virus madness, the Lord, I feel like <laughs> is really, I mean, the Lord is very kind, but I feel like the Lord, um, you know, I experience lately, I feel like I've been experiencing more of like the parent side of the Lord where he's like, <laughs> so, Hey, let's work on some stuff. Um, because, 
it really kind of the Lord's really been showing me like, hey, here, this really, if you don't want to acknowledge it, I will show you what your priorities have been. Um, and when you realize that your priorities have not been to engage with the Lord daily and to just lean into him, you're like, oh, crap. OK, because when you take away the business of life, you, you don't have any excuses anymore. And it's just kind of like, well, what have you been doing with your life? not what you should be this is why you're confused and frustrated and like you know having issues so the lord has really been working on my heart and it's hard you know how when your parents tell you something you're like listen i really need to do this and for a while you just cross your arms and you poke your lip out and you're like well i'm just gonna stand here and i'm gonna acknowledge it but i like i'm still not really gonna do anything about it and i and i'm like okay lord i i i hear you like i need to get out of my own way get out of my head and like get out of like this I feel like I'm just kind of in a funk I don't know if it's partly because of baby blues and like all this little stuff but I'm like okay Lord so I feel like I'm slowly coming out of it the Lord has been really kind Anthony has been really sweet um but the struggle has been very real um it has been a lot harder being it you know you think that this will be somewhat of a vacation but it's actually been pretty hard I, I wish that I could go about life as normal and not have to like sit so much on my sin and my heart and not have to acknowledge all this stuff and so it's just been a little rough <laughs> honestly it's just been kind of hard but <clears throat> for the most part my goal is, is to to dig deeper into god's word there there actually was a devotion i was doing with uh, some teachers from the school and uh that has been really good and really encouraging and jeremiah 29 11 was in there um and that was really good just trying to trust the lord and she talks about um specifically like when unexpected things happen and so i was like well that's kind of timely that we we doing that and all this kind of stuff is going on so what am i going to choose to do am i going to choose to trust in like the news outlet like and there's i think there's a fine line between being wise and doing what we need to do but at the same time saying you know what like god's got this i can trust in the lord but why can i trust in the lord because he makes his promises to us to us that he's going to provide for us he's going to care for us he's going to love us and even if i get taken out by mr corona that on the other side of this heaven awaits so that's encouraging. My name is Casey Bradshaw and um, I live with my husband, Jonathan, and we have four children, ages 12, 10, eight, and six. And the COVID-19 coronavirus has um, definitely affected us. It's really kind of shifted our family life a lot. We have four children that are in school and they are now being homeschooled. Um, so that's definitely been an adjustment, but I feel like every day we're getting into a new routine and figuring things out. My husband, Jonathan, is a dentist and he has been out of work. This is, uh, we're finishing up his third week. So um, as a dental practice, he is not considered essential health care and so he is unable to see patients and it kind of changes week to week and I believe right now he's um, set to not return until May at the earliest just depending on how things unfold over the next couple of weeks with the virus. So what's keeping us sane is when possible we are getting outside. Uh, we are very grateful that it's spring and it's not winter time and so we are able to get outside when it's not raining. So we are going on family walks or just me and the girls will go on a walk or sometimes if I just need a break from the kids, 
I will put my headphones in and I will listen to an audiobook or a podcast or some music or whatever and just um, get some own, my own personal space that I don't necessarily get to have. Um, and then we're watching movies as a family, playing games when we can. That's about it. Well, prior to even knowing that the coronavirus existed, probably a few weeks before that even was mentioned, um, my husband and I had just kind of realized that we were running on fumes and coming out of a, a really busy season as a family, just with activities and school and homework and um, commitments. And so we had just started to wrap our minds around scaling back as we were entering into the spring. We had not, we had actually quit some sports that we had signed up for and had just really kind of felt like God was pushing us to have a, like a reset and a season of rest. And what we didn't realize is, and I, and I see his kindness is that he was almost going before us and preparing our hearts for what we did not know was coming of, of really having a season of slowing down and and rest and learning to be still and press in and there were even some areas in parenting where we just felt like man we really need to press in with certain kids on certain issues and just because of the busyness of our life we didn't really have the time um, and, and you kind of have to slow down and be home uh, to have those conversations or to let some conversations just naturally occur and um so we were hopeful prior to coronavirus that we would have more time for that. And now we are definitely having opportunities for conversations with our kids, walks with our kids. Um, yesterday was a really hard parenting day with our kids, but we were also able to in that moment say, you know, we, we felt like we wanted this and, and we prayed and we felt like God gave us the desire to have more intentionality with our family and he has answered it in a very strange way. <laughs> but um, so I feel like that is one of the things that God is, is teaching me is just seeing how he kind of went before us and, and almost prepared our hearts in a way and in, in just a very kind way. And then um, reminding us of that as we are walking through this and seeing the messiness in our own hearts as we're battling uncertainty with Jonathan's job and provision and, and finances. Um, just saying, Lord, you've, pre you've prepared this, you're in control and, and we can trust you. So I feel like that that's another area that I feel like he is teaching us to just trust him, that he is in control and sovereign and, and we are in good hands with him. Uh, the scripture that has really been encouraging to me is Psalm 46, um, and there are several verses in it that come to mind. Uh, it begins with, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam. And it also says that God is in the midst of his people and that they will not be moved and that he will help us. Uh, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So there's just a lot of promises in that chapter about how um, we're going to have trials. We're going to have troubles. We're going to have difficulty, as we all know, we're experiencing, but we are not alone and God is uh, sustaining us and he's with us in our troubles. 
I am Mary Ann Jacoby, and I've been at Cornerstone with my husband George about seven years. I have two adult children, daughter and son, Ann and Bill. I have three of the best grandchildren on the planet. Um, I also have Skye, my beautiful German Shepherd that I love. And George and I have been married 56 years, and uh, he retired about four or five years ago. And uh, this, to hear the statistics of the people that are most in danger, and to all of a sudden <laughs> think, oh my gosh, that's us. But yeah, that that's we're in the we're the percentage that everyone's talking about, and we are not able to do, and our children don't want us to do what we've done before. So that has definitely had an impact for sure. And. Bethany asked how we're dealing with all that's going on right now that's so wild and crazy and nothing really prepared us for this. Um, I think that one of the things that has really helped me is that every morning around 8 o'clock or before that, I have a German shepherd that sits and looks up at me next to my bed and I know what that means. So I get up and quickly get dressed and we head out to the park. And that has been a huge help for me. It's, it's a great de-stressor. Um, just we're in, we go to a beautiful park on a lake with herrings and ducks and geese and everything is blooming right now. And I remember saying to the Lord, you just keep on coming, Lord. Here's the spring. In spite of everything, here comes your spring because it's just like you. It just keeps on coming. And so then we head home after about an hour and uh, George is usually finishing up breakfast. And the big thing that we've started doing, um, though prayer has always been big for us, is... Uh, as the morning progresses and we can find an opening space, we sit down and uh, have two favorite devotionals that we do that bring the Word of God to us. And then we start to sing to the Lord. And then we wait and listen for His heart, what to pray for people, and, and selfishly, really, to be in His presence so that we can walk through the rest of this day and all that that means uh, to be able to handle this time we're in because we're being bombarded continuously, either on our phone or the television or whatever, about what's going on and, and how difficult it is. I would have to say that uh, the biggest thing that I'm aware of right now that's been a treasure is I think he is giving his people, at least people in this house, and I'm believing other people I've talked to that I trust uh, that walk with him, an extra unction of his presence right now. It's, you know, there's a scripture that says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against it. And it's just a gift from him. He understands where we are. And of course, he knew this was going to happen. So I have to say that I'm, I'm blessed with contentment. I'm blessed with uh, just the sense of his nearness. 
And, uh, and that doesn't mean I'm floating through the day, by the way. Because we definitely have our moments of stretching like, like everybody else. Our grandson came down with this virus and was very ill. And he's doing great now. And everybody, all the family is fine. Everyone's tested negative. We're, we're good. God has been so good. But um, I see good things coming out of this. I, every once in a while, you just have little things that come in and go out. And you think, Lord, you're being honored. And that blesses all of us. So, yeah, we will get through this. And uh, we will have more of God when we come out the other side. I absolutely believe that. I'd have to say that um, one of the scriptures the Lord had just put on my heart and has been coming more and more real for me during this. And it's, it's been a favorite scripture through the years, but it's just a more of a treasure now because there's less to take me away from the attention of God's word. And that's the scripture in Psalm 24, I believe it's verse 7, where, and, and there are several verses in there, but where he says, One thing have I sought of the Lord, that do I follow after, that I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire at his temple. Wow, that is, if you can get to do that, and you and he says we can, this is his word, that is really the epitome, the climax of all that our heart is looking for, not only to get through this, but just to be able to walk through life to say that we can gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and then inquire at his temple. Worship first, prayer second. <laughs> I think that's the way to go. Hi, my name is Elizabeth Duncan, and my husband is Daniel Duncan. We have four kiddos, um, three in our home, one that we'll meet someday in heaven, and um, this definitely has affected us. Um, I already homeschool our kids or two of the kids, um, but this is definitely different. We're used to music lessons with other teachers and co-op classes and getting the, out of the house once a day at least for my sanity, um, but it seems like it requires a lot more of me as a mom wearing more hats when I would normally rely on other people, um, which is probably a common feeling among most moms. So definitely feeling that in this season. Um, some things that have been keeping me sane um, are daily walks in our neighborhood. I definitely love East Tennessee springtime. That's been a huge help to be outside a lot. Um, online Pilates workouts, short ones, uh, strict bedtimes for the kids. That's an absolute must at our house, although that's just what works for us. Um, the Lord's been showing me that all these things that are good gifts from Him that I would consider necessary for survival, uh, just having other people teach my kids, going to church, going to care group, um, having babysitting so we can have a parenting break, uh, they're all good gifts from God, but 
they're not necessary for survival. And, you know, Lord willing, you know, this is a season we'll pass through, but the Lord, I just need the Lord. And that has been something the Lord's teaching me. I haven't learned, (laughs) but the fact that I just need to depend on him and all these other things that I thought I can't survive without these. Well, I can because he knows what I need and he's going to meet those needs. And so I'm still learning that. I haven't learned that yet, but he's, he's teaching me. (laughs) Um, There are so many scriptures that have encouraged me in this season. And I could go on a very long time about this because I feel like this has been my life preserver. Um, But the Psalms, I feel like I've lived in the Psalms, like many, many others, Um, Psalms, 27, 77, Psalm 25, those have been some that have really encouraged me. And um, one thing I've really benefited from is scripture memory. And that's something I feel like the Lord just put in my life in January. It's not something I was seeking out. But I had a conversation with my 90-year-old grandmother and came away thinking, wow, this woman knows so much of God's word. And it isn't because she's memorizing now. This is from decades. And I thought, why haven't I memorized since I've been a kid? I haven't memorized many verses. And so I felt like the Lord just pushed me to go ahead and memorize Psalm 27 just because I had it on my mantle. So I thought, well, I'll memorize it. And it has served me so much in this season. And I was thinking long-term, like, well, maybe in decades, this will encourage my soul. And here, lo and behold, in February, in March, the Lord has brought to mind that Psalm over and over and over again. In moments when I don't have time to stop and read a chapter from the Bible, I need to be parenting, dinner needs to be made, life is happening. I can't stop in that moment. But my fears are overwhelming my brain and I'm playing them on repeat in my brain. I can repeat the truth of these verses to myself. And even in the moment when I'm struggling to believe that it's really true, the Lord comforts my heart with his truth, turns my eyes from my fears, from myself to him and gives me his truth to repeat in my mind instead of focusing on my fears. And that has been such a sweet blessing to me to have that at the ready. I'll just say that in the process of memorizing, there's times that felt really lifeless in the sense that I'm just repeating these verses over and over again. And I think after saying it 20 times, I feel like I've lost, I've lost the meaning. But I've just been so encouraged that the Lord has brought life from that. And then his promise that his word will not return void is so dear. So even in the process of it feeling like dry work or even at times lifeless work, like there's so much hope that the Lord is going to bring fruit from his word in my mind. I just don't know when. I don't know when, but he does. And so what a grace to lay hold of that gift of his specific ministering through his word. Um, And I'd just be eager for other women to be encouraged as to how precious that's been to me in my life. So to end, here are a few of the verses from Psalm 27 that have been so encouraging to me. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. 
of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Then the last two verses. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Well, what an encouragement to hear how God continues to teach and encourage these women in the midst of these circumstances. I was particularly challenged by Elizabeth's testimony about the difference that scripture memory has made during this time. I love that both she and Marianne quoted Psalm 27, and I thought, how wonderful would it be if we all memorized Psalm 27 in this season while we're at home? Um, Maybe you could work on it in the mornings with your kids. You know they're going to have it memorized long before you do. Or maybe you could do it with a girlfriend or two or the women in your care group, and you could hold each other accountable to practice. What difference would it make if we reviewed Psalm 27 before we looked at the news or scrolled through our social media? That's a challenge I'll leave you with. Memorize Psalm 27 and let's just see what fruit God will bring out of planting the seed of his word in our hearts and minds. And before I leave, I have to give a big thank you to Kendall Hayden Fowler. She kindly guided me through the process of recording long distance, which was brand new for me, and also came out of retirement to help these at-home recordings sound as good as they can. Kendall edited the podcast for the first two years, but retired when she moved away to Boston. Um, But she graciously has used some of her open time due to the coronavirus to make us sound good. So huge thank you to Kendall and thank you to everyone who listened.